0: We are back again with another episode of the Footy LG Pod. I'm here with Tony, and normally, guys, you know, we get into Europe. Champions League happened this week, so you know, there's a lot to talk about there. Napoli won last weekend; officially, they're the champions. We have a lot to talk. I know, you know, Tony would have a lot to talk about, (laughs) but you know what? That's that's got to come later. That's got to come in a few episodes. Right now, we absolutely need to discuss Toronto FC and what's been going on down at BMO, what's going on behind closed doors, what we think anyways, and what's going on with the fans. There's just so much that's happened since we've last chatted that it, I just – I don't see how we can just wait and get to that later. I think we got to get to that now. Tony, what do
1: you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, big elephant in the room right now down on Lakeshore. Yeah. And um as a footy fan, if you, if you follow this team, you know, you've noticed it. You see what's going on right now. And I think uh, Tuesday night kind of kind of brought everything to light.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, un- unfortunately it did. Um, let's talk about kind of the – let's start at the beginning since we've last met. You, talked to you guys. Toronto went in to face New England. Uh, New England absolutely handed us our ass. They exposed us twice on defense. We didn't really do much to create crazy chances, uh, and, and they left with a 2 0 win. I mean, they are the first team in the e- play team in the East, but it's just that the two goals we just looked awful on. Yeah, just just brutal. And and I know I've been saying this half of it's been kind of a joke because I know kind of Tony it riles you up because I know how much you love Lorenzo Insigne, but he just does not look interested. I don't know if that's the word I don't know if that's the right word to use. I like doesn't look motivated. Mo- yeah, he's not motivated like, like he just he
1: has the, he has those sprints, he has the couple of times a game, it's, it looks good, it's like it's effective, but then if it doesn't work, it's kind of and eh. and I've noticed I have Bernardeshi now too. To be honest with you,
0: yeah, Bernadeschi is definitely in a little slump too. I don't want to give this all onto Insignia. The reason I s- cut Bernadeschi some slack is because he's been through it. You know what I mean? He's shown mm-hmm. he's shown the good with now he's slumping a bit, but he, we know that good's there. We have not seen that good from Insignia this year. Minus that one unreal goal he scored, the classic Insignia goal. But outside and now again was when we were already getting oh, the, we were getting hammered four one. The, the game we won two
1: uh, nothing a few weeks ago. That was a pretty good game.
0: That he played. You know what? I feel, I don't even remember that game. That's how that's how long, long ago it was. Uh, yeah, it was New York. Okay, the one nothing game. Yeah. You mean? No,
1: it was two, wasn't
0: it? No, it was one nothing. Sapong with the only goal.
1: Yes. No. Yeah, it was. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm telling you, it was. I'm looking at the stats right here. I got him in front of me. Yeah. It was. It was. There was, was a great team game. But again, even that game, Insignia, You know what? He was very invisible at times. He made, it, like you said, he has those few plays where he flashes brilliance. But the majority of the game is just an unmotivated player there. And that's not okay when he's making the most money on the team. Most mm-hmm. money in almost the whole league. Like, if yeah. there's something to be said when that's the guy that you have on your team doing that. I mean, now that he's – since insignia has been back, I believe his first game back was against Atlanta United as a sub, right? Yeah, yes. That was a tie, 2-2. Philadelphia, 4-2 loss. New York City, we won one nothing. New England, two nothing lost. Montreal, we lost two one at home. And this is the first time we've lost in the first in our first game in the Canadian Championship in the history of this club, which yeah. is a massive blow. Yeah, really. Um, awesome. So, doesn't it, doesn't it senior really make us better?
1: I don't know. see the thing is. I don't know if it's him or it's the the system that we're playing or the attitude around the team, and. I was thinking about this because of watching the the uh, Champions League earlier, of Milan versus Inter. And I think one of the biggest turnarounds I think of the AC Milan team was that they brought Ibrahimovic in, like a called legend. And that's what it looks like. It's missing on this team. It looks like. Well, Oso's not they, in the lineup, right? That's that. Yeah, what hurts there's no too. Osorio. Obviously, there's no Osorio. Bradley doesn't seem like he gives a shit. But it comes to think. And I, I might be far-fetched. I think a lot of TFC fans, because we know how they feel about this topic, are going to say, yeah, this guy's just saying whatever. But I think if they had brought in Jovinko in, who is a club legend, who has the respect of everyone, it would have mellowed out Insigne and Bernadeschi to the point where we wouldn't see this unmotivation. Yeah, I agree. it Because it does, it does have that effect. When you have a guy like, say, Altidore, if he was still around, this attitude wouldn't be here. Like, look at how we were when Pozuelo was being a dick. Altar was there. He set him straight. Like, when you have those club legends in the team, in the squad, it does make a big difference. I think that's what's missing right now. They need someone there just to put everyone in line and say, listen, you guys are fucked. These fans care about us. They fucking love us. This team will go to – these fans will go to hell for you if you play good and keep winning. And they don't have that. They don't have anyone there to tell them that. Vasquez no. has been injured since the beginning. Bradley, I don't know what he's doing. And Vasquez is still for
0: another four months now, it looks like. He had surgery or yeah. something, I was reading. So
1: so I think that's what is missing here. and I think that opportunity could have been brought in with Dravico. I think he could have, because he speaks the language of Berndeschi and, and Insigne, he would have helped at least mellow those two guys out. You know, like, but Dravico could have told Insigne, yeah, you may be one of the best European champion, and everything, but listen, you got to play harder still, right? He would have put him in line because he's done it before. You know what yeah. I mean? I yep. think that's what's missing on this team because you see that when Osorio's out there, Osorio pushes everyone to that extra level. Uh, Even I, when he's playing out of position he does and you haven't and you, haven't, you yeah. haven't
0: touched on what I think it needs. Um I mean, I understand what you're saying, club legend, all that stuff is important. You know what? I I, I think it's been what I've been slowly starting to say for the past four episodes now and it's Fire Bob Bradley. Yeah, I mean, because it's, it's he's the coach, his tactics don't look good. We're get, we no, got we eaten don't. apart in that New England game. We like, got eaten apart in this Montreal game.
1: Like it it just doesn't look player. good. Kobe Franklin, decent player, young guy. But you have a really good young player on the bench in Marshall Rudy. Yep. What is he not starting against Montreal? Yep. Kobe Franklin, I felt bad for the guy at a point in the, in the game against Montreal because every pass he made, he missed it. And the section I was in wasn't even a sports section, just a regular section was booing this guy every time he touched the ball yep you know and it's like this is that's on Bradley. you have a much better player in Rudy nothing against Franklin he played decent a couple of times but I know you got to play Canadian players. Ruddy is Canadian yep he could and when he came on for in the when he put, for, and then he puts he puts Marshall Ruddy in the center mid when uh, Coelho got, got hurt it's like, what are you doing? But it's like, how do you coach and how do you expect us to support you when you keep a talent that major teams in Europe are going after because he's so young and promising, you keep him on the bench in a game like this? Dude, Bradley,
0: Bradley's tactics, you know, his play personnel decisions have I've like, questioned a lot. I agree with you. I think it's insane to have that out there. I get maybe that Marshall Ruddy plays the other side mostly. Maybe that's why he figures, oh, Kobe Frankel plays the other side, let's put him in. I, I don't think that is rational enough to keep him out of that side because if that's the case marshall Ruddy's never gonna be playing fullback because Richie yeah. Larea is the best damn player on this team end of end of conversation the past this year I don't think we've had a better player than Richie Larea at any time throughout no, the season. I agree he constantly um, does everything we um, need he's he's just the guy
1: like you can see when Kobe Franco was with Insignia, there insignia would give him the ball like normally that's to the wing back and Kobe Franco would get lost near the end when Ja- Jaquil was on that side. You could see he was able to make those runs forward but he tracked back. He wasn't afraid to do both, and yeah. that's kind of what that's. If you're gonna play this style with your wing backs going up and down, you can't have a wing back like Kobe Franklin. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, it, it doesn't work. And you know what, Brad, Bob Bradley, all last year had the first half of the excuse, "Hey, the Italians are coming in July," then okay, yeah. whatever, it's too far. We lost the season already. But now there's no excuse.
0: Yeah, no, they're here. I'm I mean, sorry. sure, no sure, and yeah, he has been injuries, hurt, but even, even with him playing, we've been awful.
1: Yeah, but he, yeah, and I don't, you know, it's, I know I defend the guy. And he can play better. I'll say this. He does, he has to play better, but I don't know if we could put everything on him. You know, it's, it's well, a you, lot of, you, you don't, you don't played.
0: put everything on him until you, like, learn, yes, you, until you realize him. he is a $14 million
1: player. Yeah. That's why yeah, everything you have starts with him. him. You have, yeah, it's going to start with him, but when you actually crack open this nut, <laughs> there's a lot more than just a $14 million player that's a problem right now. And it's coming from on that bench. The two And my biggest fear is they fire Bradley and hire the other Bradley as the coach. And then it's like, you didn't solve anything.
0: Well, hold on. Let me, let me give you a hypothetical here. Um, so let's say Brad, they fire Bradley. LA galaxy are currently second last in the West right now. And Va- <laughs> Vanny <laughs> looks like he could get fired is- any day now.
1: So, if anyone that listens to the pod has ever met my dad, I was talking to my dad about this today. And my dad said, you know what? And fair warning to everyone who doesn't know my father, my father is old school Italian doesn't care what he says. He goes, for nothing? He goes, not for nothing, but I used to hate that fucking guy, Vanny. But that guy knew how to play the players when you needed to play them. And right now, watching Bob Bradley with this team that reality is almost on par player name-wise as a Jovinko team, and Vanny would, is out coaching Bradley left, right, and center.
0: Bro, realistically, looking at the te- the talent on paper, our team, like our star players, it should be better. Are better.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, it's but, man, you put you put that 2017 team against this team right now. In 2017, wins 4 three, four, four one or three one minimum.
0: I agree. So you know what? If Vanny's available, do I almost take a stab at bringing them back? You're right. You know, it's always um uh, grass is always greener. We all I I also admit it myself. After we won the championship 2018, we starting slow. I was saying Vanny out. You know, let's change it up. Yeah. He won us the title. scan it out. Get out. Then finally, it took them forever. But finally, they let him go. And I thought, yeah. okay. It's about time. But you know what? Maybe maybe a reunion might be what's needed in the cards for a little bit. Now that we have yeah. the players again and they're playing and they're healthy, I think Vanny is a coach that excels when he has star players like that. When he has he knows when how to he, play, when he,
1: but he knows how to play the players that can accommodate them. Well, but they have to you be good I mean? players. He can't he can't be coaching a oh, team where
0: the stars out and they have a bunch of good role no, players no, no, but no, thing no, like no. that. That's where he lost us at DFC. But,
1: but when he but, but the era of when he had Alto or Javinko, in one of them was out. He still knew how to make that team work. To excel on that one guy. Where Bob Bradley doesn't know how to do that. He plays with yeah. the same lineup, even if Insignia's out or Bernardeschi's out or Osorio's out, he doesn't switch anything up. The only time yeah. he switches up when he puts Kosi Thompson and DeAndre Kerr in center mid when you need a fucking goal. Yeah. Like what the hell is like it's just well listen, it could get a
0: lot uglier for the team just from a playing perspective. Once July hits, if we don't sign Richie Laraya. Uh, I I know I've been saying he's the most important piece that we need to get back on. It's even more than that. Now, if we do not retain Richie in July, this is going to get really ugly because he, he has been by far and away the best player on this team. TFC should be breaking the bank and take, doing whatever they can to get Richie Larea here for the rest of the year. Um, But if I'm not a him forest, I'm pulling him back. Like, yeah, they could be getting he, relegated I don't know, if I don't they know get, if he if, wants to
1: go back to that shit. Cause... Well, if
0: if Nottingham Forest gets relegated, they're going back to second division, and he could definitely be a playable piece for them, right? Right? Like, oh, for sure. So it's it's tough. This to, is gonna be a very tough July. I, I'm that's why I'm kind of hoping Nottingham's able to stay up, just because, uh, just because I don't want Richie to go. And and I mean, mm-hmm. they're, three, they're three points up right now, but it, it'll be a close one. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it could get really ugly for TFC. Playing-wise, behind the scenes, it's already hideous after what happened this past Tuesday uh, in the Montreal game. Uh, we'll start with what happened before the game even started. There was a big oh. brawl in the support Montreal supporters section with TFC fans. Uh, it looks like they're attacking Montreal fans. Now, everyone's quick to condemn the TFC fans for attacking. The video only shows them mid-fight. I don't know what happened. And again, this could, I could be wrong. I'm just taking what I've seen in my days going to games against Montreal, having games Montreal here, talking with the fans, you know, chirping. I can tell you this is what I think happened. The Montreal fans saw some TFC fans walking by because they're at the back there. They chirped them. They They probably made a few comments to them. TFC guys probably made a few comments back. And then there's a lot more TFC fans than Montreal fans. And then there, the Montreal fans were hoping security would be there to step in. They weren't. TFC fans came on and they got into a fight. I'm not saying what they did was right. I'm just saying, you know what? There's there's, there's shit fans on both sides. Montreal has some really shit fans. We have some really shit fans. If anyone's yeah. listened to this podcast over the past two months, I have shit on the TFC fandom so hard that South End supporters, and I'm going to do it much more today because they're an absolute joke. But you know what I mean? The video only shows the fight. And of course, the TFC fans were dominating because there's more of them. You know what I
1: mean? Like it's it's not my, even. My thing with that is just that's how shit security is at BMO feel. I mean, they're so worried about making people with bags go to certain doors. Then, oh god, don't, doing get, their don't get don't get Tony started on the entry like, process. Dude, of like, of like I don't know, like I'm not surprised it's happening because you got so many people over there directing you, but nobody's letting you in. Then the few people they let in, it was like run riot. Like it's just yeah. it's ridiculous. Like security at is shit. I'll say it. It's it's shit. And that's just that makes us look like shit as a team, as a as a fan base. Because if security were doing their fucking job properly, like you remember when we went to Montreal, security yep. was with us when we walked in all the way to our seats. Pretty much, there was no chance of us doing that unless we did outside the stadium. Yep. Like security is pathetic at BMO Field. No, the, secu- so, the security, you know, is, you,
0: security is off. You get
1: you get you. Be, TFC gives the fans fucking clear bags. To make it easier to go through the check line, and they still open the bag and take everything out.
0: Yeah, like no, you guys just give
1: us a normal fucking bag. Like the security is shit, and that's just that's just Toronto in a nutshell. No, but, it's um, it's a
0: it's an absolute joke. Uh and but again, everyone's really condemning the fight and looking at that. I don't give a fuck about the fight, okay? They're grown men on both sides. They probably it yeah. didn't start TFC fans didn't just jump these guys, okay? They didn't just come in the section and jump them. They were yeah. obviously words exchanged on you know both jumping
1: places. someone inside the stadium. No, I'm not I'm,
0: not I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying either either of them started. I don't care who started it. Obviously, there should not be fights like take it easy, it's a fucking game. Um, there's no, especially before the game started. I could see when the game's done, sure, but before the game started, I'm saying yeah. there's people tripping back and forth. And at the end of the day, these guys, you know what? They're not friends. They're tripping back and forth. Then it got to blows. Both sides are wrong. Montreal is now taking away Toronto's supporter section for this Saturday, which is a super big blow for anyone who is planning to make the trip out there. That's a, 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 an awful for them. Like if you're planning a trip to go to Toronto, you got seats in the sports section. We've done those bus trips, right? With yeah. Toronto, with the, what are they called? Let's give him a shout out TFC. I don't know. TFC even on game. the road. TFC on the road. Like they have their yeah. first bus going, I think, since COVID, going out to this game in Montreal. And now they're not going to be able to go because the whole section got pulled. Um and, and, and it's unfortunate because these fans ruin it for everyone. But I'm not going to be talking about that too much because again, like I said, I don't put stock in it. I think there's shit people on both sides. And then they ended up getting into a fight. And you know what? It's grown ass men. They fought. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that. What I do want to talk about is what happened at the end of the game. Only about four, I think it was four, four Toronto FC players after that horrendous performance, losing the for the first time ever in the opening match in the Canadian Championship. Only four players did the walk around, which normally that the names they walk through this whole supporter section, giving them a little clap, giving like you know thanks for showing up. When we win, everyone does it; it's a great time. They got the drum. When they lose, you know they come around, they still clap for the fans for showing out. Now. You guys know how I feel about these capos and these supporters groups in fucking Toronto SE MLS soccer. I think it's the biggest fucking joke in the world. I think they're all a bunch of nerds. I think they're all theater kids that peaked in high school. Like, I think they're awful. They're such shit human beings, and I've met a few of them, and they're such fucking losers. And then one of them, who was on the big stand that they have, started getting into it with Mark Anthony K. Don't know who started it, but you see in the video, uh, They're going at it. Now I'm imagining Mark Anthony Caden started because he was one of the few that actually stuck around to give a round of applause to the fans that showed up and supported. I'm guessing what happened was Buddy in his little a uh, little stadium thing that they have in front of the section that allows them to sh- cheer in a megaphone. Cause he had a megaphone too. probably said something to Mark Anthony K along the lines of, Hey, why are you so you're, sh- you're so shit. You guys fucking suck. Yada, yada. Mark Anthony K took it personally and started going at him talking back and forth. And what it ended with was TFC guys bringing Mark Anthony K away. And the buddy hucked his megaphone onto the field. First of all, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Right. Like am I am I am I wrong? Have I been right about everything I've been saying about nah, these fucking yeah. losers in the supporter section? And I hate that my seats are now in the supporter section cuz I get lumped in with these fucking nerds.
1: I hate like it. Like it's I like to me I understand you pay your money, you want to say hey you shit, you got to play better. Which I get it, that's part of the sport. I've done it many times. But to huck something at someone like that's that's kind of that's far that's nuts, dude. And like, okay, first you know, of how all, how can you... you call yourself a fan if you throw? It's one thing to say, scream at them and say, "Hey, you know," but to throw something to actually try to hurt them?
0: Okay, no, that's you... fucked
1: up, man. Here's my issue too. When we're playing the game, we're playing the game. Okay,
0: someone's playing bad. Boo, whatever you want, sure. The end of the game happened. Mark Anthony K. Regardless of your feelings on him, has he been having a great season? No. But regardless on your feelings of him, he walked down to show the respect to the fans for coming out and supporting and cheering during the game by giving them a clap through the back line. I, I, not, not many Toronto C players did it after that garbage performance, yes, uh, Tuesday, but Mark Anthony K did. And then to after the game done where well, there's no one playing, to show him the disrespect of talking shit to him and then getting into it, because obviously uh, tempers are high. We just had a big loss. He's coming around to show respect, but he's obviously not happy about it we're mm-hmm. out of the canadian championship he's mad and then he hears this fucking joe schmo yelling oh you're so shit whatever of course he's gonna react you know what i mean they're, they're humans yeah. right? we learned this in the ted lasso episode this week you know they're not just soccer players they're humans too you know we don't mm-hmm. know what he's going through it could be anything and that guy set him off and they started going at it and, and you can see him in the video the guy that did it by the way you're a fucking pussy I hope you're never allowed into BMO field again. I hope you never watch Toronto FC again. Go take the fucking TTC to York and watch York United start becoming a fan, a shitty fan of that team. They don't deserve you. I, they don't deserve that type of fandom, but fuck, you got to go somewhere at this point. I want you out of TFC. I want that whole fucking supporters group, whatever the fuck their name to get out of TFC. And then the funny part that's killing me is you got the other supporters groups now condemning all of this stuff, the fight and this, and now they just look like super nerds too. Like and no one's winning in this scenario for TFC. Yeah. And they're making, they're all making themselves look like complete jackasses. And it pisses yeah. me off to be a fan of this team right now because it's just, they're so shit. But not only that, I have to feel bad for them because our fans are so fucking shit. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and I mean, it's, that's the it's thing. a joke. That's- that's, that's that, like I was saying before, like this fan base, when it's behind you, it, it is plays like an extra player on the field. So like you have that, you know, the support can come, but you know, this is how quick things can turn. Like people are just tired of it. You know?
0: Yeah. It's, you know what? And, and I just don't even know what else to say because I, I feel like I've said it all. You got two conflicting main supporters groups for Toronto FC in the, in the supporters section. Obviously, right. the, the largest is the Red Patch Boys, but you also got a few of the other ones, the big ones like Kings of the North, U-Sector, things like that. The inebriati, I'm pretty sure, are not allowed to be there. I think like the guys can still come in, but they can't be an official supporters group. Yeah. I The guy looked like he was an inebriati guy that was standing on there, but why are they giving these guys the position to stand. Now they have like these towers that go in front of the stands and they give the microphones. so they can get the chance going. They're not even watching the games. They're fucking telling their, their friends what words to sing along to. And you know what, when we're winning, it's a great time because everyone's cheering. Everyone's having fun. Everyone's singing the songs, but when we're losing and these guys are celebrating, it pisses me off to no end. Um, But if you really want to show, get your message across that we're not happy where we are with TFC, there's way better ways to do it than calling out one of the players that are showing you respect for
1: showing up. Do it like the what the Napoli players, fans did. They sat quietly during the, the game when they weren't happy with the team.
0: Wow. And the over-under of 0.5 Napoli references when I never bring them up. Hey, <laughs> it's ladies and gentlemen. Well, it was one that was pretty good. It was that, you know what, the team,
1: the, team you know, the team wasn't doing the greatest in the last month and they weren't happy with the way that the club was running and they were quiet that game. No, you know what? You know, I, like I, it's little things I, I like that you know, when you have there's... a good atmosphere, it does play a difference on these people, these guys, right? Listen, you you want to do something? Don't show up to the games.
0: That sends a message 2 oh, a, don't don't a... spend don't spend any money at BMO. That'll send I just a message. Gonna say,
1: the shitty the shitty thing is, you can't really not show up cuz those pranks prices are too expensive not to show up if you are to take it all there. Well, fuck. You. I listen. <laughs>
0: not in the south end they're not so so, yeah. so don't don't spend money when you're there don't buy any yeah. concessions don't buy any jerseys don't buy any of that come to the stadium not wearing a jersey there's other ways you can protest the team to let them know you're not happy with the way things are but when a guy is showing you respect coming to the corner when no other players have been and he's saying thank you guys for coming out and you're gonna call him a piece of shit or whatever he called him to get him going to me that is so classless it is so fucking dumb um, but then the flip side too, the other people that are saying, oh, yeah, guys, oh, we got to love our players, support them no matter what. No, if they're being no, gotta they, be real if though. they <laughs> if they suck, leave, leave within the last 10 minutes. So when they're doing their rounds to thank us, we're not there for them to thank because we left to show our, dis- our distaste. You know what I mean? It's like there's ways to pro- there's there's not I'm not saying one side or the other. There's a middle. All right. There's a way you can protest the team when they're not being good. And you don't have to be a complete douchebag, but you also don't have to be a blind asshole. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I know. I, I get what you're saying. And I mean, in that situation, I would have I would have probably still told him he sucks, that he's gotta wake up, but I wouldn't have thrown something on him, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's you know what, when a guy's showing you respect and he's a and he's wearing the jersey that you're supposed to love and the team that you cheer for, and he's showing the respect to that. That earns respect in my book, regardless of how he's playing on the field. He doesn't pick the starting lineup. Obviously, the yeah. coaches see something in him that he still wants to play, even though he's out there. Guys go through slumps. You know what I mean? He's going out there. He's still putting in an effort. He might not be playing well, but he's putting in an effort, and he's showing the respect to the team and the supporters. Don't be a fucking dick to him. It, 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 end of story. And I've know and I know Tony, you would have probably given to shit, but I'd be beside you saying, "Listen, man, what's 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 going on? Don't do that." You know what I mean? I I I've always <laughs> seen it this way. I've always seen it this way. You know what? He he is not being saying I I want to be out there and playing. They're putting him out there to play. He's doing what he can. Is he not? Has he been playing great? No. But then if he's not doing that, the coach should be smart enough to fucking sit his ass. Yeah. So I don't I don't blame Mark Anthony K at all. I think his reaction no, no, I don't just, I don't blame justified. I think it was justified. I think they need to find that fan and then they need to fucking kick him out of BMO and never let him back in. And, and you know what? If for somehow, some way, he's listening right now, you're a giant piece of shit. And I hope you go cheer <laughs> for another team. You fucking cock. That's what I That would be my message to him if he's hearing this. Um, because because there's just no no need for that. You're not a tough guy. You think you're so fucking tough throwing a megaphone, buddy. You're a you're a you're a fucking loser that goes to games and stands on these fucking towers thinking you're better than other people, yelling in your microphone, singing songs and shit like that, and then you want to turn around and be a classless asshole, you're a fucking loser. End of story.
1: Yeah. No, it's not right. That's true. I don't agree with that at all.
0: Well, the worst part was he wasn't even close. Mark ADK <laughs> walked away after, and then he throws the megaphone. So not only is the guy a classless piece of shit, he's a fucking moron. He waited. <laughs> my, he, he, the only thing he could have done was maybe a th- hit a security guard who wasn't doing anything, anyways, in the head with the megaphone. Um, yeah, my um, security—they
1: deserve a little bonehead sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, ex- exactly. It's you know what—it is crazy to me when really we this night.
1: Overall, really embarrassing night. And just they need, to, Awful they need to change everything. I mean, there's a lot that needs to be changed, and the clock's ticking. Yeah, yeah, and
0: I, I agree with you. And you know what, Bob Bradley's got to be on thin ice at this point.
1: Has I'm surprised be. he's not fired. I'm surprised it hasn't come through yet. Um, I like think there's
0: too much invested in him, right? So I know,
1: but even then, this is you can't like you can't lose quarterfinal, Canadian championship. I mean, you can't have another season with no Champions League, especially when the Champions League is being extended to be even bigger, and you're not going to be there because they're not going to make it through the MLS season. The League's Cup, I doubt they'd win. And maybe if they get their shit together by the playoffs, maybe. But it that was their ticket there. Yeah. And you know what? To change the subject just a little bit, I have a very, very juicy take or a hot take. I honestly think Forge is going to come out on top of this Canadian championship this year.
0: Buddy, how's it a hot take if you constantly say CPL is going to win every
1: year? No, I don't say that. I never Buddy, once said every... they're going to win a Canadian championship. I never yeah. once said they'll win the Canadian championship. No, no, but you always, take... You... But...
0: It. As I saying, you always take them over the non tfc MLS teams. Always. But they will.
1: But I think they will. No, and they will. barely beating York, you know. They're only up they an own goal and another goal. So well, only, up to, against only up 2 up, Only up 2-0, right? is that all? Yeah, against the CPL <laughs> team where you're supposed to be the one of the MLS clubs? CF Montreal didn't look special against us. We, it was more that we just played like shit. I, I'm telling you, this this is going to be the year. It's no. set up for them to do it. They really did level out the level out the bracket pretty well. And, um, you know, I'd hope so. I hope it does, but can, can I think I, they will.
0: I, I agree with you in the sense that I hope it happens because I don't want Vancouver to win, and I God knows I don't want CF Montreal to win. So yeah. I'm with you in the hope. Do I think it will happen? No. I don't see any of these teams beating Vancouver or, or CF Montreal. Uh, when Vancouver has lost in the past, you know, there's been things going on. I can see it happening again. CF With Montreal Ford's this year is too good.
1: Forge brought Montreal to penalties last year. <laughs> and Montreal was better last
0: year. You, yeah. You know what? You're not wrong. But I still – am. and last year, Montreal was hot in the league. They're not doing so hot in the league this year. So might as well try and focus on that Canadian championship and get that win. Either way, the way I see it is that um, I, I think CF Montreal has to be the favorite in this tournament moving forward.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um I I I would love to see a CPL team win, man. I really would. I, I just don't see it happening. I, I I don't I don't see a way that this actually happens. It's a bold take. And I and I respect the CPL fandom coming in and, and you making that claim. I, I just personally don't think we have any chance of seeing that.
1: Eh, nah, I think this is they have a big chance. What about if now uh we no, just keep on Forge? What about Otis if he came up as a coach for TFC?
0: Nah, he just signed big on the Forge to become uh into their head office too, as well as coach and things like oh. He just signed a new deal, so I I can't imagine, um, I can't imagine he will be, he will be a part of it anymore. So I think that, I that don't do know, man, comes if those out. big bucks come through. <laughs> he seems happy. You know what I mean.
1: Oh, he's, a, he's like – looks like Carlo Ancelotti out there in the CPL.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he seems happy being the big fish in the small pond there. Um, I also do think the reason he has been so successful is because he's brought that Sigma mentality and a lot of the yeah. Sigma players at the beginning to that Forge team uh, and Speaking had the success he's had.
1: A team that – a coach that can rotate players properly, man. Like, he's really – I know the quality of players isn't great, but he really gets the full potential of that team. And yeah. day in and day out, when he puts it out, and that's that's something you'd want in a coach. Doesn't matter the quality; you need to know how you, to play your players, right?
0: Yeah, no, you're 100 percent right. Um, I I don't I don't think he's a realistic candidate. I would love to see the try. We said this last year, or we said this when I'm, um Vanigo, we're, when or, when they're oh, gonna, yeah, sorry. yeah per, no that after Perez, remember, buddy? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, have, sorry, sorry, right. When, right before when we were doing the Bradley hiring we were kind of looking like, hey, Smirnoffis or whatever his name is. Bobby, Bobby, Coach Bobby. We were mm-hmm. saying he would be a great pick, and you know, I I still stand by that he could be a great pick. I just don't see it happening. Uh, but listen, you know, we've been we've been a little deb- Debbie downers today with the whole TSE thing. Let's let's try and wrap things up on a uh, fun, a fun little ending. Let's let's. I hear you got some toppings, trash bins. Let's let's end it on that.
1: Yep. So let's start off toppings, trash bins. Um, Sky Sports um, during Holland's game. Um, on the weekend, uh, put up a graphic. And they said that Holland's 50 goals at the time is still not good enough, pretty much, as they showed a record. As the, Do you know who scored the most goals in a single English season? Yeah, buddy. It's from like 1927 yeah. or something 1927, like that. 1927-28. Uh, Dean Dixon scored 63 goals. Uh, Toppen's trash bins. Um, Sky Sports not letting Holland have a, the, the credit he deserves
0: money is dumb as all (laughs) hell like are you kidding me now is this is what we're gonna do we're gonna look back to 1928 i don't know tony me and you could time travel back to 1928 (laughs) with with eight of our best friends and we would dominate the epl
1: oh yeah you can be, be the second Real Madrid. Like, they wouldn't be us. <laughs> the, these guys are smoking
0: while they're playing. <laughs> like,
1: this, Bro, the Picky this... Blinders are fucking setting up fixing games at the time. Like, come yeah. on! <laughs> it's it is such
0: a joke that they would compare that there. Like, it's so dumb. I I, I just think these guys needed to go any further back. And say, oh well, technically, he did not be the only one with the most goals in a season. Fuck off, I think Early, Erling Holland of in 1928 would score 3,000 goals in one season. Yeah. He's what Pele – he would be what Pele thinks he was. Exactly. <laughs> and, and you know and you know what? Yeah, the closest one was like 19 – the
1: top five. 77, Holland, I think. Was it? I think 70, 1977 was the closest one.
0: Oh, when I saw the top five, I thought I only saw like 1950s was in the top five. Everything else was no, older than I Holland, think there was, Holland one. was there. But it, it's still like <laughs> – you, you got – Erling Haaland doing something in his first season in the EPL that just doesn't happen yeah. at anyone's seasons, let alone their first. Yeah. And he, he's getting criticized.
1: Dude, Salah's prime season is, looks nothing compared to what Haaland just did this year.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's it's Clive Allen, 86-87, uh, who had 49 yeah. goals. Erling Haaland's yeah. at 50 most goals in a season in top division. And doing that, like, in all comps, he's got 50. Hey. Like, give me a break. Yeah. And, again, how many times are you score – how many games do you get to play back in the day? Who knows that the guy got the 63 off of. It's just yeah. a joke. Let's let's just be in awe of what Erling hallen has been able to do this year. I'm giving that trash bins for
1: sure. All right, so the second one. Um, I've been sending you these commercials quite a bit lately. But I have to ask, Osmos commercials, are they the best out there right now?
0: buddy you've been sending me commercial (laughs) you've been sending me tiktoks i I fucking turn on my phone and i got 32 (laughs) new videos sent to me from tony that's trash bins for all the spam i've been getting but that's actual commercials listen i I think the commercials are stupid fucking great marketing dude i i think the commercials are stupid osmos will always have points in my book because they sponsor canada soccer yeah. So I will give them top bins in that respective, but the commercials fucking suck, bro. Oh no, they're
1: funny, man. <laughs> Dude, they're so bad. <laughs> like they're so I love how they stay like the in the the most recent ones with uh, Ryan O'Reilly. They have the uh they had still keep the soccer theme. He's like when he eats Osmos, he's gonna win the hockey world cup. And he's like, No, he like went for Stanley, he goes Who Stanley, like, that's that's just hilarious. I have fucking die every time I see that commercial.
0: No, you know what, they, 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 they are <laughs> clever, I'll give you that, they're stupid though, they're very stupid, but you know what, Respects for them for trying, and I love that they sponsor Canada soccer. Yeah,
1: exactly. Alright, and for the last one, um, so after all the shit that Cristiano Ronaldo got, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo got heading to Saudi Arabia, it is rumored that Al-Ali has Messi signed to a contract for next season. Uh, top in trash bins for how the media is reacting. Uh, I'm glad you said how
0: the media is reacting because you just said top ins trash bins. Good for him. Go get the money. I would have given it a top ins The media are fucking dummies because they're not saying anything when they all ate Ronaldo alive for doing this two years after Messi would have in if you look at the timeline of their careers. He did this much yeah. later than Messi and he got all that hate for it. Messi's doing it, and he's everyone's just being staying stagnant on what they're gonna say about it. They're waiting until it's officially announced. The one thing I will say is he will now become the second greatest player to ever play for Al. A lie or whatever team he is, because I'm pretty sure that's Sebastian mm-hmm. Giovinco's team, right? Yep. So Giovinco's always gonna be the goat there. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's the guy. <laughs> I'll give Messi the second spot. Um. Yeah. I can't. You know what? I think the reason we haven't heard anything yet is because it's not official. Uh, I know his dad has come out, or someone came out for Messi saying he's not yeah. signed anything. Yada yada yada. If they're throwing that money at him, I think he's gonna sign.
1: Yeah. There's no way he's coming to MLS if that's being thrown at him.
0: Right, I, I. Like, agree. There's no way. There's no
1: way that Inter Miami is he's he's gonna bankroll Inter Miami with this fund, like a, a portion of his, his wages are gonna go over there, yeah, to pay for the team, like, yeah, it could like be crazy, just crazy that I get the whole non official thing, but the fact that no one's, you don't see anyone saying, yeah, because when the rumors were lighting right. up, when the rumors were lighting up that Ronaldo
0: was going, everyone, in there, everyone was on. Mothers had had, so- had something to say about it.
1: Yeah, everyone was on top of it, even when it wasn't official, and now. The, the messy rumors and him taking that trip to Saudi Arabia because it was very scheduled and you're st- people are still not saying anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 stupid. And, and you know what? he gets held to a different level than everybody else and it's just it's so it's so upsetting to see. Uh, good for him for cashing in. Um, he, he he want he saw Ronaldo get an unreal bag of money at his age and he thought, hey, I can get the same thing. Kudos to him. But you know what? Let's give him the same. Oh, it's going to damage his uh, his career. Like his remembering, looking back so his, already, career, his, his, his 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 legacy is going to be damaged. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. If he does this move to Saudi Arabia, kudos to him for getting the money. But I, outside of the World Cup that he won, if he didn't win that, no one would be talking about him as the GOAT if he makes this move. He won that. Yeah. People still call him it. But Ronaldo held up longer. He's done more in the big leagues when you look at Champions Leagues and all that. And it just should not be a a conversation anymore. But again, kudos to him for collecting the bag if he does go. And I hope he does fantastic in the Saudi League because Ronaldo has not been doing so great lately and people are starting to get pissed off.
1: But... (laughs) Yeah, you want to talk about spending a lot of money on a player that's not performing?
0: Yeah, hey, listen, at least Ronaldo's got a game where he scored four goals. I'd fucking take one of those from Insignia at this point. Holy. is
1: <laughs> you know, not playing against part-time construction workers, though. Still. Dude, I felt bad for that goalie that got the four. Poor guy just got back from a 12-hour shift in the Saudi sun to go play Ronaldo. <laughs> like, this fucking poor guy. I mean, he's probably like, hey, I got to play against Ronaldo. But still... Poor guy. Yeah. If you thought you, if anyone thought he was gonna have a good game,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that that is um that that is a little tough. But <laughs> just just to put something in perspective here, Cristiano Ronaldo has now played um thirteen games for Al Nasser, and he's got twelve goals. So More than you know More than what? Messi the last two years. You know, you know. Let's. It sucks that he hasn't been performing to standard. Like the team's not been doing well, but Ronaldo's still scoring, so good for him. Yeah. You know, let's see. Let's see if Messi can do that when he gets there. I can't wait to watch Al he Al-Alai versus Al Messer. Like, <laughs> who would have thought I'd ever say those words? But this just like, like
1: reminds. Honestly, the Saudi league just reminds me when China had that boom of buying everybody.
0: Yeah, Oscar, Hulk, like all, yeah. all those guys that went over. Yeah,
1: everybody going though. So yeah, it'll be interesting.
0: Yeah, I I, I, uh, I hear you there. It definitely will be. But that's all the time we got to today. Uh, Tony, the good news is that we're filming this as the Leafs are in Game Four right now. They're up two nothing. Looks All like right, they've won. One, it. Florida just scored. Oh, for, oh, so let's get right to the end. Okay, we gotta sign off now so Tony Tony can get back to sweating out the last the last uh, six minutes. I did, or last, whatever it is.
1: I did the last five minutes standing up, man.
0: Okay, so you got you'll sweat out the you'll sweat out the last few minutes of the game. Enjoy it. Best of luck. Hope they survive yeah. another day, uh, guys. You can find us everywhere at Footy LG, and we'll be back here next Thursday with hopefully a more fun podcast where we'll discuss the past champions league games i'll give tony some time to gloat about napoli and we'll have all that fun stuff and more uh have a great night everyone and we'll be back here next thursday